Hello Virgo friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my report, Virgo March 2021 Astrology Must Knows. The first thing that I want to share with everybody at the beginning of these March reports is that this is my favorite month astrologically of the whole year of 2021 and even for most of 2020, if not all of 2020. And that is for a bunch of reasons that I'm going to share with you right at the beginning. And then we're going to get into some other Virgo specific things that are must knows this month. So the reason why I'm so excited about this month is because it's so unique in so many ways and positive ways. The first thing is that we have so many more sweet aspects than we do salty ones. Looking at these ratios really helps us to kind of see the general climate of the month. And we have not had a a month with predominantly sweet aspects in a while. And when we did have one or two slip in, there were so many other things going on at the time, like those harsh outer planet aspects. So, you know, it, it just kind of muted the awesomeness of it. But this month, not only are there way more nice aspects than there are salty ones, even some of the ones we could list as possibly salty could flip over to the plus side. So it's just really unusual. It's not going to happen again this year. And it's really something to celebrate. And I know the world really could use uh, some hope about (laughs) some kind of energy like that, right? So I wanted to talk about that right at first. The next reason is because we are actually in the only month so far or the first month in a long time where we don't have one of these outer planet conflicts. So the squares and the conjunctions of 2020, if you haven't already watched my video, how the how astrology explains the coronavirus and the systems breaking down, it's still very relevant now um, as it was then to kind of understand the astrology behind what happened. But a lot of it had to do with these outer planet conflicts. When we are looking at an astrological picture, we look at a lot of different factors. We look at fast moving planets, like the ones that are changing you know, quickly, the, the personal planets, the ones closer to us, and we look at the outer planets and how their slow movement is shifting and connecting into mathematical connections that are meaningful. And when there are challenging angles with the outer planets, it just dominates the whole month. We had that in January. We had that in February. We had it in December. We had it, you know, in and out for most of 2020. And while we do have more of the aspect that happened in February, this Saturn square Uranus, that we're going to see that again mid-year and again towards the end of the year, we're in a month now where it's not dominated by that energy, especially as the month wears on. So that is something huge to celebrate. Um, And while the lessons and the integration are not going to completely go away and the things that are in process in the world aren't going to just completely reverse, there definitely is more hope, more clarity, more um, light at the end of the tunnel, and also more um, being able to see further out you know, being able to plan. And that is leads me to another reason why I love this month, which has to do with not being dominated by personal planet retrogrades. 2020 was dominated by personal planet retrogrades. We had, of course, the usual three Mercury retrogrades. We had a Venus and a Mars retrograde. 2020 was just all about backwards and inwards, which is, and, and clarity and, or lack of clarity and confusion, which is what the retrogrades tend to bring. And so we had a brief time in the beginning of 2021 where it opened up, but then we started a phase into Mercury retrograde for the second half of January and all of February. And now we've gotten the beginning of March, we're kind of wearing off from the post transit, it's direct, but it's just like lingering a little bit. But as the month comes on, moves on, 
that clarity, that certainty, that ability to make plans, that ability to see more than two feet in front of you. It's been a beautiful spiritual practice in a way that we haven't been able to plan because everything has gotten to be like right here, right now, you know, and that's really what it tends to to boil back down to when we're on our spiritual path is like, okay, we can only do what we can do and here we are right in this moment. But in March, especially as it develops and then into April and even the beginning of May, you're going to start to be able to make plans. Many people will be able to make plans for traveling. Mars is going to be in Gemini, um, you know, activating travel and, and we'll talk more about that later. But this, this is another reason why I love this month. And another reason why I love this month is that we're dancing right in between the active parts of the eclipses. So the eclipse cycles or eclipse season that we have every six months is very intense. We had that in, you know, November, December, and even into January, um, where radical changes, you know, dramatic endings, brilliant beginnings that could be overwhelming, uncertainty, not having all the information, dominated. And we're going to have that again in May and June. But here we are, March and for most of April, just kind of dancing in this little space at the midpoint between the eclipse cycles. And while they're still in process, they're not in their most intense part. So it's just we're kind of getting a break from everything in a way. Um, So that's why I'm so excited about it. Okay, so let's talk some more about some Virgo-specific things. The first must know for Virgos is that because we have so much domination of Pisces energy this month, this happens every year around this time, that creates major overstimulation for Virgos. And you will notice at this time, there's something additionally chaotic or additionally overstimulating that tends to happen when the planets get into Pisces. Virgo and Pisces are both mutable signs. They move in a spiral format. And that means they're kind of all, you know, like, catering to a whole bunch of different things. Now for Virgo, that turns out to be like super multitasking, you know, like creating systems, getting all this stuff done, doing all, you know, like being super productive. Pisces energy is emotionally all over the place where it's like it's feeling here and it's feeling there and it's feeling this and it's feeling that and it's, you know, it's mutable. So when you've got these mutable energies that are activating, it it will spin you out more and you will have to work harder to find your grounding this month. That's a major must know. Now, one of the very positive things about this is that Pisces energy is a water sign and Virgo is an earth sign. So there is actually a complementary nature to this. And if you let it, it can help you soften certain of the Virgo um, experiences that can be a little bit intense, you know, a little bit too Virgo, right? So we know that every planet, every sign, every um, placement has a range of potential expressions and they each have negative um, potentials and they each have positive potentials. So if you, if you have aspects of your planning and your, you know, your mundane reality that have gotten overwhelming, this Pisces energy can really soften that. And so while you will have to be um, in this kind of more of a fight or flight activation that that tends to activate your superhero self because you will be pulled in different directions and have to to do a lot more even than usual right now. There are many different opportunities that the Pisces domination brings. So let's talk about some of those. The first is to help you sleep better. Sleep is the cornerstone to good health. Anything that you can do, I mean, besides having your teeth and mouth be healthy because you're, you're, health does start in your gut as well. But besides having 
that intact, sleep is really one of the most important cornerstones to have your vibrant health and wellness. And many people don't sleep well. Um, you know, because of anxiety, because of busyness, because of, you know, various problems. So this is a time where you can work on your sleep and get more support for sleeping. There are apps, there, you know, there is all, there are all kinds of things that you can do. Um, and this is a time to really focus on this and you can, you can really help yourself so much if you just make it a priority and spirits already bringing it up in front of you. Okay. Focusing on your meditation. A lot of um, Virgo placements tend to have a really great um, discipline, especially in certain areas. And so because of that, maybe you are really meticulous with your meditation. Really, Maybe you are really consistent. And if you are, you can deepen your practice or get to, get to some other breakthrough level with this energy. And if you're not, this can help you get into a practice of meditation. Also, anything having to do with like taking a quiet, restful time, this is an amazing time for retreats, you know, and since the travel sector energetically from the astrological perspective is going to start opening up in March, I don't know exactly how or when that's going to translate down into every municipality in the world, you know, because there are going to be different restrictions and different karmic filters that have to be (laughs) gotten through with this, but certainly the stars are really starting to open up as far as um, planning travel or even activating travel whether it's near or far. So taking a rest, taking a retreat, taking a romantic um, holiday, that's something else that's activated now, which we'll talk about more, is your your um, relationship sector. Anything having to do with mystical studies, so like taking a retreat of a spiritual nature or of some sort of healing nature is really, really good at this time. Focusing on healing addictions is another opportunity. And anything having to do with really just fostering your intuition or developing a trust in the greater being or the the benevolent source. There's something that um, I talk about in this book, um, Planetology, that has to do with how the golden ratio phi is present in the movement of the stars and the placement of the stars that my husband put together a nice um, chart so you can see this visually in the book that the, the, the relative distance between the planets is actually in the 1.618 configuration. And it's, it's a really, really cool thing to see. So what I hear, what I see, what I feel from knowing this is that there is coherence behind the chaos and there is a greater force that knows what it's doing at the source of everything. And this is a time for you to get in touch with that truth for you, whatever that looks like for you, to help you trust a little more and help you surrender a little more and help you worry less and, you know, help you just use your energy in better ways because you're kind of giving stuff over to a higher power. One other thing that's really great at this time has to do with detoxification because Pisces rules detoxification and your lymphatic system. So your physical detox and also your space, your relationships can all undergo a really beautiful detoxification process at this time. Okay, so something else very specific on the topic of Pisces is that we are going to have the new moon on March 13th. And having a new moon in your opposing sign is always a very notable experience because it activates that 180 degree angle, which tends to wake up something in you. It tends to, it's a matrix breaking angle. You know, everything in our life 
is is fed through this experience of a matrix that we're within. And if we're trying to change our experience, we have to dismantle the matrix. And oppositions tend to dismantle the matrix. And you've got an opposition here with this moon on March 13th. So all of the things I talked about with Pisces and all the opportunities can come to, you know, an especial point of focus at this time. And those of you who are if you know your degrees, so you know my, my reports are for you, whether your Pisces is your moon or your sun or your rising or your Venus or your Mars, all of your personal placements we can run a chart for and that's part of your astrological, your bigger total astrological picture. So if your birthday is between, well, the closer to March 13th, the more directly this is going to affect you. And we'll bring it back to like March 8th or up to March 18th because I like a five degree orb for this. Um, but the closer to the 13th, the more intense. And if you know your degrees, then the closer to 23 degrees. And again, that can like back up to 18 degrees or go up to 28 degrees, like in that 10 degree range. And the closer to 23 um, degrees, the more intense this is going to be for you. And and the intensity can come again from like an awakening, an upheaval, um, a, a breakthrough, um, some, a crack in, you know, in something that was holding things together in a way that you're trying to shift for the positive. Sometimes those cracks don't feel good because they feel like things are getting unglued and you're like, oh God, things are, you know, spinning out of control and that doesn't feel good. But um, but it, it is for a greater purpose, which is to help you create a new matrix. So you have a lot of opportunities for that this month. Okay, so Mars is going to start activating your career and work schedule or um, schedule sector. And that's going to be true for every Virgo, but the later you are in the spectrum, the more this might really start to cook up for you towards the end of the month or into um, April. But just know that Mars, the border collie of the Zodiac, as I like to call him, you know, he rumps and bumps through places and he, he forces your focus and he brings obsessive focus. My border collie that always brings um, pine needles always makes me think of this because she would literally stare, put the pine needle in your lap and stare at you and wait for the pine needle to be thrown. And she'll do that. Like, guess what? Your focus is on this pine needle right now. So wherever Mars is in your chart, that's like the pine needle. <laughs> and in this case, it's going to be your work and your career and your place out in the world. I know I have a lot of folks that listen who are retired or who are financially in a situation where they don't have to work. And so I want to just give a little more information about this 10th house as, as it relates to other things besides work and career. This can have to do with your father figures, important male figures in your life, authority figures of any kind, including law or legal things, and rectifying relationships there or solidifying or healing relationships there. Also, it can have to do with your place out in the world, like the place where you shine, not like hidden and in your home because you don't have to do anything. It's like your contribution or something that, you know, you want to offer to the world or a place where you want to show up and interface with the world. That is also the 10th house and Mars is going to be putting you in that space. So it's fantastic for employment. It's fantastic for um, career shifts or in, um, enhancement or advancement. It's great for raises. It's great for recognition. And, you know, also doing it. It's also great for the work that you would have to do to get up to the point where you would get to that experience. So it's, it's really exciting. There's also going to be some lingering energy, um, especially for those of you who are in the um, September born Virgos, 
where Mars is going to be doing a lot of work still in your ninth house. And this has to do with um, immigration, teaching, learning, education, learning languages, different cultures, can have to do with travel, especially long distance as well. Did I say publishing? Writing and publishing also. Okay, so the last thing I wanna talk about that's specific for Virgos has to do with how Pisces enhances your seventh house. I alluded to this earlier, but we're going to get into this in more detail. So when your seventh house is activated, this brings a focus to your relationships, your relationship to relationships, key people in your life, making new contacts, working with old contacts. If you're a person who's self-employed and you have a client list, your client list, you know, people you collaborate with, and also has to do with your helpers, your accountant, your mechanic, anything like that, your doctor. So when this house is activated, it's really, really great for finding perfect practitioners. If you've been needing an administrative assistant, you've been needing a mechanic, you've been needing a doctor in a certain area, this energy is fantastic for that. And people that you already know might give you referrals for those people. So especially towards the first half of the month, like the chance that someone you know from the past refers you to someone who's going to be part of your future is really, really high. Um, so don't hesitate if you've got like a nudge, like maybe I should check in with this person about this. You know, you might find that they have the perfect person for you. Um, and that's very exciting because you could get the help you need. Now, a little exercise that I'm going to put out there for you to um, work with this energy is to write a list of the things in your life that really you could use some support with. And then just kind of systematically with your nice Virgo systems and plans and to-do lists, you know, just try to find these people or research or work on it. You know, make it like a written down active exercise rather than like a mental like, oh, I really just need to do that. A mental exercise, like a writing down exercise. Because at this time, because the energies are, you know, in this um, mutable fashion, like we talked about how they tend to spin, you could really use the support of having like a grounded plan for this and not just like a loose, okay, maybe I'm gonna do that kind of thing. Okay, so overall, remember it's my favorite month of the whole year from the general aspects. And although that's not everything in how someone's going to experience it, it certainly is something. And any difficulties that come up can definitely be offset by these energies and, um, can kind of like if life gives you a lemon your your capacity to make lemonade is enhanced with this type of energy so i'm very excited about it and i hope it manifests wonderfully for you okay so if you'd like even more information about the astrology ahead and how you can make the most of it first go to anniehelpsyou.com you'll see a little note there that says dear friend i'm annie botticelli and it will have a sign up right there on the front page that's where you sign up for my free email newsletter you'll want to sign up for this because you will get delivered into your inbox one month early each month, my write-up, a comprehensive write-up of the month ahead, including all the sweet dates, all the salty dates, what you might expect with those, and lots of details about what you can expect for the month and what to be aware of and what to celebrate. Okay, while you're at AnnieHelpsYou.com, click in the right top corner under blog, and I've got all different types of blogs, but of note here with this astrology forecast is my astrology blog, so you can check that out.
Then go to CozyBySweetStarlight.com and note, it, note that in the notes underneath this video, if you click on the little more arrow underneath the video, it will reveal all of the, the notes with these actual links so that you don't have to just remember what I'm saying because they're all always underneath the video. So you can go to CozyBySweetStarlight.com, get my written horoscopes for each sign up one month early as usual. I like to give you time for planning. Also, I've got extensive different categories for healthy living and astrology kissed living. So herbal teas for each sign, yoga for each sign as the sun moves through the signs. So you'll want to check that out. It's a beautiful site. Then definitely also go to loomlife.com, L-U-M-E life.com. That's my school, Luminous Life Multiversity. And check out the free courses that I have for you. And also you can see my paid courses. If you think I put a lot into my free resources, then wow, you should see what goes into my paid courses. You can check out my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery course. Even if you don't want to do astrology professionally, if you want to learn astrology because you love it and you want to learn how to use it for yourself, for your own self-development and help your family and friends, or if you do want to do it professionally, this course is crazy comprehensive and it will prepare you to do whatever you want to do with astrology. So you can see that at loomlife.com, L-U-M-E life.com. And the last thing is to make sure to get my book, my new book, Planetology, How to Align with the Natural Rhythms of the Universe. It's in every major bookseller. It all in every Barnes and Noble, every Books a Million in the whole United States. It's also everywhere extensively um, throughout the world. You can get it pretty much anywhere. And it will help you to do just that, align with the natural rhythms of the universe. It's a very comprehensive book. And you'll go back to it time and time again for resources on how to use all of the astrological potentials in the best way. You can get it on Audible, you can get it on ebook, and you can get the beautiful hardcover version. So I hope you have a wonderful month, and I'll see you next month. Bye!